more and more every day we're seeing signs that, that, that the society is not going to put up with it any longer. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and you probably know the drill by now. Uh, Zoe, uh, I know you've probably been waiting for this all year, uh, but uh, June 1st marks the beginning of, uh, of LGBTQ plus Pride Month. And um, when did that uh, happen? Got an, uh, uh, a couple <laughs> days ago. Uh, I, got, uh, I got a notification from Uber saying that Uber was going to treat all of its passengers with respect and dignity. And apparently they're not going to chuck uh, LGBTQ people out on the curb and splash mud on them like they used to before uh, a couple days ago. Um, but most uh, remarkable, shocking, disturbing, indicative of all or whatever was um, this tweet from the uh, United States Marine Corps. First of all, I don't think the USM she should be tweeting, but nevertheless, there you go. And as you can see, it's a, a helmet. It looks it's it's a it's a pretty much reproduction of the um, Full Metal Jacket poster from yeah. back in the late seventies. And it says, "Proud to serve on the band." And then it's got, as you can see, rainbow color bullets. I thought those were crayons. No, they're rainbow colored bullets. I I was there's a bunch of things I want to talk about with this, but let me just start with something that just flew right into my head, right? Should we be shooting people with rainbow-colored bullets? Uh, I had, you know, I was like, man, is that a trick question? No, it's, the reason why I asked is because how are we going to shoot people with rainbow-colored bullets? Because that, does that mean that uh, they really are going to be obsessing over color more than they let on? It's like, what? How you? <laughs> it's, it's like, well, you know, one size bullet or one uh, color bullet should uh, fit all as far as that goes. And and when we started, the reason why I asked. You know, when did this happen? Because I thought June and the Democrats boasted in this. I thought June was supposed to be, you know, the month of Juneteenth. I thought this was supposed to be the month. I mean, you know, because, uh, you know, we, we already got, you know, black folks already got the shortest month of the year to celebrate, you know, Black History Month and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, but, sorry about that, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, I know, man. And uh, I want my reps. I want my reparations bill. I feel I feel terrible <laughs> about it. I wasn't even thinking. I just marked it down. It seemed like February, you know, Martin Luther King and stuff. And it, and it never occurred to me. Well, I'm so ashamed of myself. We, we shall overcome, Bill. We, we've got to get past yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but but June, I guess June was like the day that we would make up for those other two days or something that we missed in February. And we would get Juneteenth. And um and 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 of course you know I'm I'm being uh, facetious when I'm talking about this but you know here it is you know you have the gay community and and I'm uh, I promise with my rambling I'm, I assume I'm going to get back to where the Marine Corps is 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 has broken on this but mm. okay like say for instance like Walmart Walmart got backlash because Walmart was going to introduce some things for Juneteenth. And I keep trying to say, it's like, look, man, y'all don't want to fall into this narrative. But they did. They got backlash for it because, you know, in this, you can't win. You can't do anything right. But unless you stay out of politics completely, there's a thought for you. Yeah. Or just you know, yeah, stay out of any kind of just discord. maybe sell toasters or something. Yeah. You know, and, and make sure that the toasters aren't racist. I mean, because, you know, you, you put these you put the white bread in there and the bread's going to come out mm. brown because you cooked. I mean, it's racist. It's racist, Bill. Um, but there's so much learning I have to do. Oh man. You know, there's, I guess there's something to say for that CRT stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
you're going to have Walmart uh, capitulate on this and you can't win because as it is, who's going to make the biggest noise about you making uh, 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 doing something to celebrate Juneteenth? No, Juneteenth. Uh, forget those Negroes. We're not going to do Juneteenth. It's all about gay pride month. That's what Juneteenth is for. It's like, wait a minute. You just rolled on. You, you have the Democrats that used the black, the plight that they imposed on the black community to gain sympathy votes for the cause of the LGBT to make them another voting stock. And then they're going to roll over on black folks during Juneteenth and make June gay pride month. And then you're going to have, and, and, you know, build, man, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to be an I told you so kind of guy. I said, look, man, I warned against this long time when we tried to be, it's not about bigotry. It's not about any sort of, uh, um, animus or anything like this. Like, look, the lifestyle itself is opposed to the laws of nature. If you go in opposition against the law of nature itself, it is going to turn out in ways that are going to cause policies that are going to be against a society holding together. It will break down. All right. That's just the natural course of things. That's not bigotry, but that's just science. All right. That's a fact. So in this, when you have this, it's already, where do we, where have we seen it affecting now? We're seeing it affecting the flipping military, the military, the place where you're supposed to go in and say, look, man, when I sign on a dotted line, I'm prepared to make a sacrifice. It ain't about me. All right. It's about upholding the constitution. I'm not going in there to represent myself. I represent the God given rights of man represented by, you know, that, that flag, the flag is, that people are taking a knee against. The flag that didn't do anything wrong, the flag that's supposed to be saying, yo, this is a country where we recognize your God-given rights. As long as your rights is you recognize the balance of rights, you can't be intruding on other people's rights. You know, but in this right here, our military is giving into this. And it's like, look, man, you know, at, at what point do we say, all right, you know, th this, this has to stop? Well, this is the kind of the thing, I, I think this is where I wanted to go with this episode. So there, there's a couple of things I really think just kind of need to be said, first of all. First of all, let me just just say this: this isn't this isn't covering for myself. This is what I genuinely believe. Uh, in a free country, you you should be able to live the life you want to live and be the person you want to be. I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's not for me to say how you live your life. It's not for me to tell you what what you should be doing or what clothes you should be wearing or what what norms you should be conforming to. I'm I'm, I'm all about freedom and individuality. You can do whatever you want to, as long as you're not hurting other people. That applies to everybody across the board. So there's that. And I and I also am willing to go as far as to say that I that I understand that, that there have been that there have been sections of the population that have been historically ridiculed or or or, or sidelined or, or whatever the case may be, and that and that um, and that this whole pride movement is a way to essentially recapture this sense of, you know, you don't need to be ashamed about who you are. And I happen to believe that too. I don't think you should be ashamed about who you are. Or, or, or any of that. That's my personal opinion. But when you see rainbow-colored rounds in a, in, a Marine, in a helmet, that's a statement. And when that comes from the United States Marine Corps, that's a statement about the Marine Corps. And, and what I want to get to is, I want to get to the difference between, between, let's just call it genuine pride in the sense of what this term means, right? But pride in the sense that, okay, look, I don't have to conform to what you want to be in a free country. I can be whatever I want to, right? There's there's that on one pole. And then on the other pole, you get something like this image. And it is clearly, without question, an attempt to demasculinize, to feminize, or to or, or, or to soften 
what was the most masculine organization in the entire country, probably in the entire world. I'm old enough to remember when the Marine Corps recruiting slogan was, we're looking for a few good men. What do you mean by men? Are you, are you talking about non-birthing people? Is that what you're looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I guess the point of all this is somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, what I consider to be legitimate movements to, um, to own your own identity and not to be ashamed of it. I'm, 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 you know, I'm behind that. I, I, I have no problem with that. Somewhere along the line, that went from this is about me being treated as an equal to this is a bludgeon that I'm going to use to, to make all of society conform to me and not only to normalize my behavior, but to, but to, but to make my normal now society's normal. Uh, we saw heard a case uh, that earlier today where a teacher who was apparently fired for it was using uh, flashcards to show the kindergarten kids, preschool kids, colors, right? What Here's yellow, here's blue, here's green. And one of the flashcards he used was the pregnant man emoji. Probably just no other thing with colors was available, right? So, so where, what I want to get from you is where do you draw the line? And, and obviously this question's for the audience as well. Where do we as a society draw the line between what I think is a is a, a sign of a free and strong country and a confident country is to say, look, you can be whatever you want to be. It's 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 not my business to tell you that. Versus this assault on 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 traditional values, which is which is actually, if not empowered, but enabled by, I think, the fundamental decency that most Americans have. Americans don't like unfairness they don't like they don't like cruelty they don't like um they, they root for the underdog and this sympathy is is essentially what kind of powered the whole george floyd thing right mm-hmm. there'd been a tremendous amount of, of of police abuse in the history of this country pr- pretty much primarily through the south throughout southern democrats doing this kind of thing because mm-hmm. southern republicans were electing blacks to congress back in the 1860s mm-hmm. so so there's that and 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 people in in the dominant culture, the, 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 what used to be the majority of the country, look at this as a as a injustice, and they want it, and they want to see it corrected. They don't want to see this injustice continued. Look, one of the first things I ever stood up and said in public, ever in my life, in this line of work, was the reason that that people shut up when they're called a racist because they're not a racist. A racist is proud of being a racist, mm-hmm. right? They're proud of it. They wear pointy hats with, with uh, holes <laughs> cut in the, in, the, in the sheet or they wear armbands or whatever. This is what this is their identity. They don't deny being a racist. It's what they are. But when you, when you call somebody a racist or a transphobe or a homophobe or all the rest of it, decent people will back down because decent people don't Believe in that. They, they're not, not only are they not racist or homophobes or any of the rest of it, they're they're against the entire idea. And that and that fundamental decency has been the has been the sort of the key inside the cell. You know what I mean? This is what the virus used to get inside the cell. Is this little this little window of like we look? You know, we we want we want to do the right thing. Therefore, we're not going to argue when when you when you make your claims about this or George Floyd or the Black Lives Matter riots or the, or the uh, Occupy Wall Street or all of these other things. So, so people are like, well, you know, we, we want to be fair. And that, and that fundamental decency has been weaponized to 
to empower groups of people who are no longer talking about pride, they're not talking about equality, they're no longer talking about acceptance. Now they're talking about dominance, they're talking about, about manipulation, they're talking about changing everything else to fit their agenda. And it's kind of, it's an irony that's certainly lost on them. But certainly when you do things like try to turn the U.S. Marine Corps into a rainbow coalition, you're essentially trying to do what you have been complaining about for as long as there's been a gay pride movement, right? You are basically trying to say the Marines are too masculine, they're too tough, they're, they're too this, they're too that, and we, and we don't want them that way, so they're going to have to kind of get in the, in the olive drab closet, right, and play along with all of the stuff that we want and wear your rainbow-colored bullets, bullets and go out there and be fabulous on the battlefield, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, can we, can, we not just, can we not just stop when we get to a point of, of reasonable achievement? All of my belief systems, frankly, I look at the history of this country and, and where all of this stuff has gone south – I I'm I'm one of these king of the hill guys, right? I I think I believe in human happiness and and human freedom, and when and when liberalism and protests and so on is is increasing happiness, when people who are being oppressed are are, are fighting to not be oppressed, and that's making for more justice, then I'm then I'm, I'm then I'm a liberal. But when you get to the point where progressivism and activism and so on is actually reducing freedom, is actually reducing happiness, is actually limiting choices. I say, whoa, time to, time to stop now, time to go back up to the top of the curve and sit there. And everything I see about the culture in the last 20, 30 years is, is cases of things that have gone too far. And the environmental movement is a, is a perfect example of that. I remember when they were pouring sewage and lead into rivers and rivers were, and the Great Lakes were just dead. And I remember jets leaving black streaks of smoke and sitting in traffic and seeing the blue puffs of lead that was coming out of all the cars and mm. clean up the environment great but then the environment got cleaned up now it's used to basically bludgeon people into political acquiescence the planet's dying we got to do something and then you know you, know, you see where i'm going with this right mm. indeed man it now uh Starting with things to uh, you know unpack there. Let me let me let me jump back to uh, you know when you ask about where do we draw lines or or like with the Marines. Okay, and I'm I'm not being you know rhetorical about this, man. I'm 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 serious. Um, when you have a military branch that tells you or their slogan being the few, the proud, in the Marines. You are you. <laughs> you are a ripe environment for where pride will come. What what pride is going to do? Okay, it's, Good it's for like, you. You know when people it's it's like people need to understand you are not exempt. Whether you're talking about the country, proud to be an American, all the way down to flipping elementary school pride. Pride is shoved on us. Proud, proud, proud. You got to be proud. There's nothing wrong with being proud. Yes, there is. Pride is the first poison. It is the first iniquity in us, and it will go south. Pride goes before destruction and, and, and a, a haughty spirit before the fall. It's like if I was a Marine, if, if I could pass that test to be a Marine, I wouldn't be proud. I'd be flipping grateful. Okay, it's like, look, man, I'm here. I am grateful that I've I've shown what it takes to be able to serve my country. My gratitude would be beaming, not my pride, because pride is that kind of thing that you go in there and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm, and, 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 and you start making it about you. 
As much as they try to tear down your individuality to make you a unit, you are going in there to make it about you. And I got to say this, just because these people are given over to the LGBT narrative, that don't mean that they still won't be a powerful fighting force. Let me remind folks about what the word of God says. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah was the was basically you want to talk about a, a deadly, formidable fighting force. They terrified the nations around them. And Sodom and Gomorrah was a grip of homosexuals. It took angels to, and they were going to rape the angels. Right. The angels came in and said, OK, God, airstrike right I'm not here. laughing at that. Right? I'm just laughing at the hubris of it. You know, I mean, I'm just. It's, yeah. Yeah. But the, but, okay. but the reason why I say this. Billy, good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, ultimately, the Lord's going to have the last word. But I'm just saying how psychotic and how oppressive this faction be, can become. The Marines won't be any less formidable. But they won't be so much a danger to other countries as they will be to the very country they're supposed to be protecting. Because when this kind of perversion takes over and it sets its roots in, you've got, I mean, like I said, Bill, they terrorized other nations around who are just, who are powerful and just as hedonistic as Sodom and Gomorrah was. And even they were like, God, can you do something about this? So this kind of, you know, it's not a point of, is the masculinity so much the issue because they can be just as, um, a formidable as as their uh their masculine attributes would allow but when you know when you allow this because obviously despite how masculine the marine corps is supposed to be their masculinity is being pushed aside where they're having to kowtow to this narrative so it's like where do you think this go where you think this can go it can get really bad right which which gets to kind of the point i'm trying to make here about crossing that line from self-respect into uh into uh, enforcing your your values on other people, I'm sure if you were to question somebody who who made this decision on the Marine Corps, they would if you really pushed them hard, they'd come down to something that sounded like, "Look, we're having enough time attracting new recruits, right? We have to retain everybody we can get. We can't possibly uh, afford to alienate people because we're so shorthanded." Something like that, I suspect, would be the, the the fig leaf that they would use. But you do have to ask yourself, what percentage of Marine Corps recruits are actually LGBTQ, because if you are going to basically show Marine, the Marine Corps as having rainbow-colored bullets, you might conceivably attract two or three LGBTQ people to the Marine Corps. Seems unlikely, but nevertheless. But how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of people are you going to lose by turning this thing into what used to be a, a, a sense of, of, of genuine honor? And, and, and sacrifice and courage and all of those things that, that the Marine Corps represented. And now it just represents the, it, the, like, it's like the latest fad. It's the latest slogan. Now, you know, it's, it's not really directly related to this, but on a strange way, it's the first thing that came into my head several years ago, not too long ago, the U.S. Army changed their uniforms back to the World War II colors and styles, mm. right? Because that's the greatest generation, you know, and that's, that's the, that's, we want to dress like them. Well, how about you earn acting like them first, you know? And 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 it's this idea of putting on the putting on the the uniform and getting the courage as a result of that and not the other way around. You were talking about about uh, pride and becoming a marine. I find it very very interesting that that um that conservatives who are the, you know, the racist, transphobe, homophobe, <laughs> white supremacists and so on recognize that that pride in achievement is something 
to be admired and something to, and I'm not talking about the bad pride, I'm just talking, you, you know what I mean. Mm. But, but, but what these pride movements are all about are being proud about, about what you were born with. They're being proud about your, your, your skin color, your sexual orientation, your this, your that, your, your, your gender. Remember when gender was understandable concept? And so <laughs> women's pride, gay pride, you know, um, uh, trans pride, uh, whatever. This is who I was born as. But the things that conservatives value as things that are worthy of admiration and gratitude and so on are things that you work to become, right? Nobody's going to – it's not a question of if – you wear, if you wear a Marine Corps dress uniform and you see a line of Marines or something or they're in the – or maybe there's like something like that at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, something like that. I don't look at this line of Marines and go, oh, I'm especially proud of that guy because he's black or I'm especially proud of that Marine because he's Hispanic. I look at all these guys and say, I know what approximately what they had to go through to get to this uniform. And I look at all these guys as, as having achieved the same thing. They're not, they're not bringing, they're not using what they were born as or with or without or whatever as, as a, an excuse or a lever or anything else. I know this is a, a, a confused kind of a, a story today. But there are just so many things in play here um, that I guess if I were to try to keep things a little bit more on focus after all this meandering and rambling on my part, where does where do we where do we draw the line between a free society that lets people alone versus the misuse of that uh, uh, trust and um, and uh, faith in in other people where do we where do we have a legitimate right to say okay that's enough right that's 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 enough you don't get to put rainbow colored bullets into the u.s marine corps even though i mean it came from the u.s marine corps so so obviously there's political generals and all the rest of it. i'm just this thing's turning into a quagmire in my head mm. but that's mostly because it's so disturbing to me to see this image and 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 by the way by the way I mean, ultimately, let's not just mince words. You know, I mean, this is the kind of thing that recruits the kind of people you want. The Marine Corps is designed to attract people who are proud of America, young men, young men who are interested in going out there and, and, and using violence to protect the weak and the innocent. That's what I genuinely believe the U.S. Marine Corps is all about. Uh, no, no, uh, no better friend and no worse enemy. You know, yeah. that's their unofficial motto. And, and so to displace that by people whose entire attitude towards guns, violence, dirt, mud, you know, it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like I decided that the future of the Marine Corps could best be served if we, if we were to conscript nothing but graphic designers, hairdressers, and, and flight attendants, you know, this is the fighting force I want. No, 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 none of those farm boys or country boys or any of those hunters or no, 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 we're going to, we're going to stock the Marine Corps from, from, uh, from these particular occupations. I don't know, where, I don't know, because there are no logical reason for this because it doesn't make any sense that's telling me that this is something that has nothing to do with the marine corps sent future nothing to do with the marine corps effectiveness nothing to do with the marine corps uh, uh ability to go out and fight wars nothing to do with the marine corps tradition nothing this is being enforced upon it by above or below or sideways or wherever and it's destroying an institution that's really important to this country and, and deserves to be left alone oh man hey even in your ramblings uh, you still make more sense 
then a lot of this left wing narrative <laughs> and all of this left wing narrative that's going on uh, uh, that we're having to be subject to, man. And, um, you know, the thing about like, say, for instance, you know, if I can kind of go back to, you know, June being co-opted by, you know, Pride Month, mm -hmm. um, you know, as you mentioned, when you look at this Marine, I'm not looking at. I'm not looking at the, the person wearing the uniform and saying, oh, I'm proud of this Marine, particularly because they're black or because they're white or anything like that. To be fair, there was a time, and we can thank the Democrats for this, when a per, a, if you're black, yeah, you did have to go through some different channels in order to serve. I mean, th and this was before blacks were even allowed to serve. And then from being allowed to serve, well, you can serve here. You can serve in this capacity. Um, you know, to, to be able to get it to where it's like, look, you are you are a full blown U.S. Marine, not a black Marine or, or a black That's sailor true. or anything like that. So there there was laws put in place that that kept, you know, from uh, blacks from being in certain capacities you know, in the military. And, and and to be completely fair to Democrats, it was Harry Truman that did that. So just 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 for the sake of the record, there was a guy who was not your typical Democrat. But anyway, but there was not a difficult Democrat well, in a lot of ways. But go ahead. But 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 my, might I add, it was like even Truman, he understood that he was, that was something that needed to be done. But, you know, he didn't want to be so much at odd, you know, with his Democrat constituents. And uh, so he wrote it down and it was actually Eisenhower who put it into effect. Eisenhower said, yeah, yeah, Eisenhower said, yeah, this stuff is on paper. Let's actually do oh, I it. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, and, and everybody, you know, of course, double check what I say. I mean, because, you know, because if Bill didn't know it, you know, it might, <laughs> he might want to definitely double check. But, you know, the thing is, you know, when we talk to, um, when we talk about how this is going to be uh, used you know, in, in, in the Marines to be able to do this. I mean, man, that's, that's a big cultural stance. You mentioned, you mentioned how, where this is coming from. This, is this coming from, uh, from, from the higher ups? Is it coming from below? Is it coming from, you know, is it coming laterally? You know, it's like the word of God says, when the Lord says, Hey, what you been up to Satan and says, Oh, don't worry about it, man. I've been going back and forth to and fro across the globe. So this is coming from every angle. Right. Yeah, he <laughs> recruits everybody, doesn't he? Exactly. A, he, you got to give that to Satan. He is an equal opportunity employer. Yes, he is. Right. He's. It is the word says. Um, he goes back and forth like a, a like a roaring lion, seeing who he can devour. Now the thing is, you know, it's it's like the first thing that you learn about the devil is that he works in subtleties. You know, he that's that's he's crafty, he's shrewd, and he really knows how to manipulate people. But he's very subtle, right? And just like any predatory creature, it works in its subtleties. But once it gets close enough, it's going to make it's going to make some noise. Right. Things don't get stirred up once it's close enough to get you. Right. So it's you know, you have this faction where now the lion is making a whole bunch of noise. He's, he's you, you basically see the lion on Twitter making sure that people are going to get trolled and you're going to be browbeat into accepting their narrative. And, 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 and then what's happening from there is the lion just. I'm just going ahead and gobbling up. Matter of fact, you know, it's basically kind of what the lion does is that, you know, they, they work together. And what the lion is going to do is like, look, I'm going to roar over here. I'm going to scare you over here. And you're going to run to them lioness. You're going to run to them feminists over there. And then feminists going to tear you apart. Right. That's how this works. You know, and mm -hmm. and and they put these things into effect. And, uh, hey, we need to start becoming uh, um, as 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 I think uh, the quote goes, I'd, I'd rather be I'd rather be an army of sheep led by a lion than uh, an army of lions led by a sheep. And so we need to be them uh, woolen uh, lion tamers is what needs to go down because uh, yeah, these, these, um, 
these uh, predatory lions are taking over, but they can be tamed. We can do something about it. Well, um, I guess just to close this out, I, I'm, I'm curious to know if you were to go to an LGBTQ event or pride parade or something like that and just in, in, in the most neutral fashion possible, interview everybody you could in that parade and ask them how many of them plan to be U.S. Marines, mm. I'd actually be surprised if you could find one. I'd, I'd be genuinely quite surprised if in a group of 1,000 people or 2,000 or 5,000, you could find one person there who was determined to become a U.S. Marine. So, so then you have to ask yourself why. What's really going on here is, is the, is the unspoken accusation that because the Marine Corps is about straight men who are willing to go out and commit violence on the part of America, legally, that that, that must be destroyed. It is antithetical to um, the LGBTQ uh, philosophy, right? I don't think that's a reach to say that that the LGBTQ uh, community is is uh, well. First of all, they're one of those kind of coexist things, you know. And all we have to do is just shake hands, get along, and have a nice Chardonnay in the hot tub with Bin Laden, and, and the whole thing <laughs> be straightened out. Um, so, so it is clearly an attempt to defang mm. the. Uh, the Marine Corps, and and it's difficult considering all of the points we've made earlier. It's difficult to come to any conclusion other than that this is an attack on the last, certainly on the most prominent bastion of traditional masculinity available in this culture. And, and so clearly this is an attack. It is. It's it's a, it's a, it's it's a it's an attack on the Marine Corps and what the Marine Corps represents, and and it's an effective attack because because over time and it's already happening, people who would have joined the Marine Corps for the right reasons say I don't want to I don't want to join this organization and and the whole thing with you know and General Milley and all of these people. So look, clearly what's happened is because this didn't happen under the Trump administration, clearly. The, the far left Democrats who who um, who basically came into power through uh, uh, Joe Biden getting 81 million votes uh, <laughs> have enforced this political decision upon the military, and it's not just General Milley, but I can actually I won't say forgive, but I can understand the radical activists who are trying to do this. I know what they're doing. I know why they're trying to do it. The thing that I have a hard time dealing with is how people like Millie and whoever the commandant of the Marine Corps is now who allowed this to happen, every single person in the chain of command from the, from the order coming down from, uh, from the president, which really probably came from some intern with long fingernails who decided that this was what the Marine Corps was going to do, that every single person wearing a uniform in the chain of command from the person who, who designed and actually sent the tweet all the way up to the commandant of the Marine Corps over to mm. the chairman, over to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And since the Defense Department secretary is not wearing uniform, I don't suppose I can include him in that. But every single person in uniform all the way down to the person that launched that tweet. I cannot understand how every single one of them refused to obey that order 
And if they'd been told, well, if you do that, you'll be cashiered, then you should say, then cashier me. I, I, I consider it a point of pride to be fired over disobeying an order that is this immoral mm. and this destructive to the oath that I took to protect the Constitution. Mm. These are the people that deserve our contempt. The, 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 the scorn and the, and, and the, and the uh, disdain and the, and, the, and, and, and the general hate at what I see people doing to this country and why is tough to pin on people who are open about what they're doing and why they're trying to do it. The thing that I reserve my real anger for are the people who are wearing the uniform of the United States and accruing all of the respect and admiration that goes with the uniform of the United States Marine Corps. Those officers in, in the chain of command that, that led to this kind of thing not only happening once, but the Navy just a day or two ago said that the number one existential threat to the United States is climate change. What the hell? First of all, that's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. But, but more importantly than that, more importantly than that, what the hell does the Navy have to do in terms of solving that problem, right? What's the, what's the Navy going to do? Is the Navy going to go out and start shooting CO2 molecules out of the air? I mean, what, what, what does it have to do with your mission? So, so when you get to this level of politicization of things, you are watching, you are watching this, this virus that is being spread and, and the virus is entering the cells of the host body through that, through that receptor, which is decency and kindness and respect and, and regret for other people being oppressed. And it's infected every, every single cell is trying to anyway. And, and like everything else, though, they're going to lose because this is about biology. You, can, you can't beat the biology out of people. It's one thing we learned from Star Wars, Star Trek, all, <laughs> all, all, all of it. The, 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 the bloodbath, the blue, blue bloodbath that's coming in, in, in November all of this will be people's biology responding to a philosophy that is antithetical to human nature. Man, I, I tell you what, though, Bill. Um, once again, let me let me reflect on that that slogan. You know, the Marine Corps: the few, the proud, the Marines. Uh, another key word in there: the few. So it's just like when you gave that statistic, you said you go and you ask this many people at LGBT, how many of them would be interested in going to Marines, or even those who may be Marines. They're the few, aren't they? Obviously, they're a vast minority in the military, but look at the damage that the few are doing. And look at the damage that the few are doing in the name of pride. <laughs> Just even, even in the slogan of the Marines itself is telling you what is happening to them, the few and the proud. So it's, it's when we're asking, how do we start? What is the firewall mechanism that's supposed to be put into play that's supposed to stop this? Well, whether it's your Marines or your law enforcement, a lot of these people are brought up in our public school system. They're, they're, they're people in the culture just like us, anybody else, whether it's your politicians or whether it's people serving uh, uh, active duty. They're brought up in a public school system, this school system that is training people to be little Marxist, to, to training people to, to uh, uh, and we send these people to them and we pay them to teach us. And we wonder why, you know, what's happening to our kids. I keep hearing people say, well, we need to get our kids back in school. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't you just call these schools indoctrination camps? Why are you rushing to get your kids back in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You you know? You're doing everything you can to get them the hell out of right? there. Right. That's, that's, that's a firewall zone that needs to be put up. But I mean, I don't want to get so caught up with um, the light at the end of the tunnel for me is the Lord. But, you know, mm. I don't want to get romantic about, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, about the, the hope that I have in turning this around. Because the, the effect of this, I, I just want to wrap up with this. The, the effect of this is this. It's like the gas prices. 
when we see these things going in politics or the culture, the Democrats, are they going to lose politically? Sure. But the damage in the culture has been done. It's like gas prices. All right. Gas prices, even here in Texas, are pushing up five bucks. Texas, how the crap did you allow this to happen? I thought Texas was supposed to be, no, nah, man, you ain't going to do that stuff. It's <laughs> Texas aren't, I'm sorry. Well, but, 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 but if there's a federal law that says that you can't drill or can't issue, I mean, this is a federal issue. If mm. Texas were to be left alone, mm. Texas would be, be, be dollar gas in Texas. But, but here's the so, thing. So this is, yeah. But, but, but here's the thing. This is reflecting, my, po my point is this. Nationally, this is reflective of the damage that Democrats do. See, what happens is the gas prices, they, go, they, they jump way forward. Right. They jump way forward and then they start crawling back a little bit. So when we when we start feeling the ouch of them being at four dollars, you guys say, ow, ow, ow. Right. And then before you know, mm -hmm. they start rolling back. They up, drop it to right? three fifty. It's like, wow. But three fifty was the price just a little while ago. We were going, ow, ow, ow. And then they turn it. They, they crank it up and yeah, then they roll it, it back. A little. But see, the damage is done. Who knows if we'll ever be paying a, a, a little less than two dollars for gas again? I don't know. You know, but that's why I'm saying even, you know, uh, it's not to pick on Texas or anything, but like, wait a minute, why are we making some noise about this? But people still driving you know, and it doesn't matter what state you in. People driving like they're trying to burn out as much gas as they can before they even get to third gear. You know, it's like, come on, why, why are y'all doing that? But who, who, how bad does it have to get? But my point is this. It's like these things, Democrats may lose politically, but the cultural damage has been done. And when the culture is given over to this, that is their, it's like a keloid, Bill. It's like a scar, you know, and that, that keloids. The Democrats are going to use that keloid to stand on to get to their next political adventure. And then that's going to scar. And it's going to keloid. And they're going to use that raised scar to step up to the next thing. That's how they keep mm -hmm. working. You know, so they'll push it forward, lose politically, do their damage culturally. Roll it back a little bit. Yeah, two forward, one back, right? Exactly. Still be moving forward. That's what they're doing. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's really anything to add to this at this point. Um, the, I believe that, that, that biology is, uh, it, it, this is in line with, the, with, with Zoe's belief. We're, we're made the way we're made. Uh, some minusculely small percentage of us go out and shoot children at an elementary school. When I say minusculely small, I mean essentially the, the, the closest whole number is zero and the closest percentage of a whole number is zero, zero, zero. But it's there. Um, this normalization of, of, uh, of abnormal behaviors and abnormal beliefs is the strategy that has been employed. And, and folks, this is the, probably the most important thing. If you think this whole thing is an accident, if you think that this is just natural evolution, that this is the way that, the as, as they will have you believe, that this is, history's on their side, this is just the way things happen. In the, in the 1920s, starting in the 1920s and into the 30s, a group of Marxist philosophers at the Institute for Marxism in Frankfurt, Germany, looked around and said, why aren't we getting the communist revolution? Well, it's because capitalism has created so much wealth for workers that the workers are not going to be the vanguard of the revolution. There's no longer a proletariat there's, you know, and, and, and bourgeoisie and all that other stuff. No, it's not going to happen. And so they said, well, we got to bring communism around somehow, even if everybody's doing great. So they said that the vanguard of the revolution, of communist revolution, would no longer be the working man or woman. It would be the dispossessed, that they would weaponize 
the resentment of the dispossessed, and they were astute enough about American character to know that because injustices had been done to this group of people, that would allow them to 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 not only recover ground that may that, that may have legitimately deserved to recover in terms of being treated with respect and equality and all the rest of it, but would allow them to to basically run the table. And, and that they knew that the fundamental decency of the American people and this fundamental fairness of the American people could be leveraged to allow unbelievable amounts of, of destruction and transgression that took advantage of the decency of the people they're trying to destroy. These are not nice people at all. And, and I am a, a lot more optimistic than Zoe, I think, only because all of the evidence I see from the number of young people playing computer games and all the rest of it is you cannot beat the biology out of people. If you take these kids out of the, out of the most uh, hippie-centric community and put them out in the woods, the boys are going to pick up sticks and start pointing them like guns or using them like swords. It's just going to happen. And what we're seeing around us now is more and more every day, I think, not so much more and more every day that the society is coming under attack, but more and more every day we're seeing signs that, that, that the society is not going to put up with it any longer. And I think we're going to see a, a major, major reaction to that in, in a couple of months from now. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal, which is made possible by, uh, by you, the members at BillWhittle.com. If you're watching this and you're not a member and you've been watching it for a while, I'm not going to tell you what to do. The members uh, put their money into this specifically so that other people who aren't members can watch the show. Maybe something to think about, maybe. Uh, in terms of the kind of people that they are and, and the kind of people that we all want to be. So for those people, we're extremely grateful. For Alfonso, Rachel, and Bill Whittle, I'm Bill Whittle, and we'll see you next time right here on The Virtue City.